Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, the theme of the night is disappointments, and our live host, Brendan Kennedy, shares his story. And I, I am no stranger to disappointment, guys. My, I, my most recent experience with it goes back to uh, my, my day job. I, uh, I work in a grocery store right now. And it's definitely not where I planned to be when I graduated college. Uh, I've graduated from Virginia Tech with an English degree. And, you know, I had a few jobs where I was trying to find something I could do with that degree that would, like, let me express myself or, or at least use the skills that I developed when I was going to school. And, you know, it just never happened, and I ended up working in this grocery store. But it's actually a, a, a pretty cool gig. Uh, I have a really really thorough benefits package where I have like medical coverage, I have vision, dental, I have a, I get a free fucking gym membership. Like that's pretty awesome. But I still like, you know, there are days where I wake up and I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Like I, I went to school and now I work in a grocery store. So like I would try to find like different jobs that would let me like use my skills. So I, I had a headhunter call me one day about asking me if I wanted to do a, a sales job. And I'm like, well, uh, sure. So this lady, you know, she's asking me all these questions. And they, you ever had like a phone interview and it's just going like really, really well. You're just like answering every single question just like perfectly. It's like, what's your biggest weakness? I'm an overachiever. <laughs> Fucking killing this. <laughs> so this headhunter's talking to me and I'm like, all right. Sure. And she's like, well, you know, this sounds like you'd be really good at this job. Um, basically, it would just be selling web services to this co- for to other businesses, and uh, it would be fifty thousand dollars a year to start. Have you ever been like so excited, like you pull the phone away so they don't hear you squeal with joy? <laughs> That's how excited I was because, like, I do okay, but fifty thousand dollars a year to train? Oh my god! So I was like freaking out about it. So. You know, he scheduled the uh, interview, the, the face-to-face interview for this job uh, about a week later. And I'm just thinking about this, like, every single... You ever been, like, so excited? You, you talk to every single person you know about the interview. It's like, yeah, $50,000 a year to train. $50,000 a year to train. $50,000 a year to train. I'm telling everybody I'm just so hyped. So finally the day comes and, like, you know, I, I, I shave and I, I put on a suit and, like, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, damn, I look good. This guy is going to have a hard time, like, finding hard questions to ask me because I look so fucking handsome. So I, I get out of the, my car and I go there and I'm looking at myself in, like, the, the reflective door of the elevator just like, Damn. And so I go into the interview, and they give me a, a water bottle, and I'm just sitting there like, now he's going to ask me three questions and give me a check for $50,000. <laughs> and so the guy uh, asked me, like, you know, oh, what do you, what do, you do for fun? And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I'm really into to beer and wine. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, what are your, what are your, your favorite wines? I'm like, well, um, uh, I, I like uh, cabs from Napa. Uh, it's like, well, what are some specific brands? I'm like, um... I, I, I don't know off the, the, the top of my... You're telling me that you're a big fan of wine and you can't tell me your five favorite brands? I'm like, what the fuck just happened? This is like the exact opposite of my phone interview. And then the guy looks at me, he's like, you're going to tell me you're really a fan of wine? Can you even tell me the five grapes of Bordeaux? 
And now it's like I'm not even now talking about sales now. This guy is asking me about wine, and I'm just completely just flummoxed. Like, I, I cannot think of a single thing to say. And the guy looks at me, and I swear to God, he just goes like, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Malbec Petit Verdot. <laughs> really? You're really going to come in here and tell me you know about wine? You can't even tell me that. Now I'm just, I have no idea what to do. And now it's like... Now I'm like just playing defense the entire time. I am just scrambling, trying to not look like I'm fucking up. He's like, "Oh, what, what did you, what did you do? I mean, were you, what do you, what do you do?" I'm like, "Well, I, I go to the gym sometimes, and I, I wrestled in high school." And it's like, "Oh, were you, did you go to like any like championships or anything?" I'm like, "Well, no, I, I wasn't that good." I'm like, I was, "It wasn't that good, but you know, I wanted to stick with it. That's my personality." And the guy, I swear to God, the guy goes, "Huh? Well, you know, that might not be a good thing if you just don't know when to give up." And so this goes on for like another five minutes. I'm like, the guy even comments about like how I'm squeezing the water bottle. Like just me crinkling the little plastic makes me seem more like a bitch. <laughs> just like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Web services, right? And so finally he looks at me and he goes like, you know, man, look, you're just, you're very, you know, you're not, you're very uncomfortable. You're very nervous. You're clearly, you're not ready for this sales position. And that's when I realized what he was doing the whole time. He was trying to put me in such a weird mindset that he was going to see who I really was. And I I finally figured this out five minutes in and I'm like, no, I'm not going to give up. I don't know when to give up. Fuck him. (laughs) And so when you do say round of applause, has anybody here done sales for a living? Okay. So when you do sales during your training, it's very important. You never accept no for an answer. When somebody says no, you respond with a question. Like you, sir, if I said to you, sir, can I come to your house and take a dump on your floor? You would say, well, that's a very, <laughs> it's a very open-minded response, but I would, I would assume you would have said No. But apparently this is open to debate. <laughs> but so you would have said, like, no. And I'd be like, well, why not? And you would have been like, well, it's going to get into the carpet. And I would be like, what if I put saran wrap on the carpet? And you would be like, well, no. it'll smell. So eventually, after, like, I worked through every single objection you had to me pooping on your floor, you would eventually just be like, well, I guess if you put saran wrap down and promise to spray Febreze and... Didn't tell anyone you did it, and you paid me $100. Okay, I let you. So that's what I'm trying to get out of this guy. I'm going to show him. I am a salesman. So I respond to his no with a question, and he, he says something else. And I respond with another question, and he says something else. And after three questions, he goes, why are you asking me all these questions? Why are you acting like you're some kind of lawyer in a trial? And I'm just like, because of my sales training. I'm a, I'm a good salesman. He's like, dude, it's not happening. I'm like, okay. He's like, maybe in like one or two years, you know, if you get some more experience, you can come back here, but you're just not ready for it now. And I'm like, all right. And like, I, I walk out of the office and I, I, I look at myself in the, the elevator and I see that same guy, but it's like, he's not, he's not a handsome, in control man. He's a bitch. And I get into my car because like that, that morning, I expected like basically a check for $50,000. And I left not knowing who I was anymore. <laughs> so that was like the, the basis of like the story I was going to tell you guys. But then like a week ago, 
this uh, guy came into my, my grocery store and I was, I was working in the wine section. <laughs> and so I realize like now, like, you know, I see him like he is only maybe like five foot five, maybe 140 pounds at the most. And I have like 100 pounds on him because I have a free gym membership. And he won't even like make eye contact with me because by now I must just look fucking insane because I have a giant beard and I'm just standing there, you know, flexing, just smiling at him like, come on, ask me a question, motherfucker. And then eventually he kind of like meekly comes up and he's like, um, could, could you recommend a, a good red blend? And I'm like, should try this one over here. It has a 15.1% alcohol content, so it's going to be really good and full-bodied. It also has really lush tannins. It's very smooth. It's a blend of Zinfandel and Barbera. And he's like, oh, well, that sounds, that sounds pretty good. I, I, I think I'm going to get it. And he ran away. And I felt so fucking vindicated, guys. So that's my story. Thank you. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more storyteller podcasts. I'm Deb Markham, producer of the show. Our live host is Brendan Kennedy. Amber Nettles, Evan Hartley, and Scott Rose provide production assistance, and Jenny Zell serves as our podcast consultant. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.